came here to say that you don't really want it with us, yeah. We love you know. We came here to say that you don't really want it with us, yeah. yeah. The sports show. Yeah. yeah. What's Who's going on? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to episode 74 of the Your Sports Show. Have you guys missed us? We are back. I am here. It is your boy, Big Baby, aka Dre Dollars, aka the soul of RB. See, hey. I try not to wear a do-rag because I ain't want to hear Tavia mouth. I should just wear a do-rag. We can't see Tavia. Why I got to see me like this? I'm out here looking like Rick James before the perm. You Bad. always look like that. God so I don't know why you even like Stop, stop. Like no, don't, don't, no, no. We just got back, Tavia. Don't do that. Don't start big, this. You got a big circular head. I know you ain't talking. I know you well, ain't talking. Well, I'm talking. Okay. We ain't gonna talk about what you look like without the. Never mind. We ain't gonna, without the wig, I look better without makeup and no. weave. What do? What are you even trying to say? I ain't talking about the weave. I'm talking about the wig. I'm talking about the wig. I wasn't and, gonna and go there. Don't do it. I, my hair is longer than your dreads. So what are you talking about? My real hair is longer I, than your dreads. I, I never said it did. I never said right, about so your hair. So what you trying to say? Talking about your hair. Talking about your apple bottom forehead. That's what I was talking about. Don't I don't do have this. Your forehead bigger than mine. You have a bad bitch forehead. So what are you talking about? I thought we weren't allowed to curse on the show. No, y'all broke that rule a long time ago. So. <laughs> I'm broke that rule. Oh, we here. We here. We here. That's wrong. We have my guy at the bottom, BK Matt, aka Maxine Shaw. Oh. <laughs> and to my right, we have the the, the queen. The reigning defendant, undisputed head of the year sports show table, aka your young best friend. Yeah, yeah, I like that picture. I like that picture. Oh, I love that picture. I like it. I, I love that picture. <laughs> I'm just waiting for her to admit that I was right. That's all I'm saying. Well, what ain't got nothing to do with the other? Like, what ain't got nothing to do with the other? Yes, I do. What ain't got nothing to do with the other? I just need you to admit that I was right. He he's the truth. He has arrived. He arrived in that playoffs. What do you mean? That's the truth. <laughs> and quickly departed just the same. Oh boy. <laughs> Shout out to Maurice for popping in. He said the first thing he You popped in the wrong in. time. You missed when I called her when I said she had the apple bottom forehead. You just what Maurice always like to show up when Tay got the comeback. You know what, Maurice? I'm sick of you. Thanks for thanks for watching though. The boy. Queen, Queen Tay is ready to defend her pick five crown this oh, year. We doing that this year. Matt kind of just you know no fumbled the bag. Pete set me up. Pete set me up. I don't know why y'all don't want to just admit what it was. Pete set me up. We could have played a pickup game and y'all could have I would rather that than trivia. Who the hell really wants to do trivia? Same. We're saying Jeopardy. I, no, that's not that's the wrong show. Family feud. It's Family Feud. No, that's see. And this is you, you know what I showing, mean. You're showing us why you lost. You know what I mean. <laughs> you're showing us why no, you lost. I lost because Pete. I lost because exactly. Pete set me up. 
I lost because Pete no, set you me lost. up. He's, you lost. he's bringing you up questions from the 60s. Uh-huh. Who the hell is supposed to know that? I'm not supposed to know. Who really pays attention to the assistant coach and the offensive coordinator? Not me. I know y'all don't either. Not at all. There, there was not. There, there was no question. There was no questions about that. All right. Because you remember Jack Tunney, right? You remember Jack Tunney, right? Exactly. Exactly. None of y'all remember Jack Tunney. Barely remember Gorilla Monsoon. But he want to bring up Jack Tunney. Who does that? He does that. He always does that. <laughs> anyway. How what is would like you a guys walking, break? Talking, snapping All right. How, how would you guys break? Queen, how was your break? It was all right. It's all right. Um, just getting ready for the first day of school on Monday for my daughter. So I'm stuck at the uniform store. But other than that, everything was all good. Yeah, yeah. BK Matt, what's up with you? Uh, vacation been kind of, you know, transitional. Doing girls starting school. You know, um, this is like their first, like, real school year, Shane included, you know, being in Harrisburg and everything. So that was like a, that was like a grind and a half, you know. But, you know, for the most part, it was cool. You know, how was yours, man? Oh, man, lots of, lots of working. We, the summer was busy. We had Java Slam. We had, um, we are wrestling. It, it was a lot, and those two were both very good shows. So shout out to the Java Tears Network, and um, shout out to, to the voice of a generation, Pete Rosado, who may be joining us in a little bit um, for those two shows. Real bangers in the summer. But, um, yeah, working and just, you know, looking forward to getting back on the mic with y'all. Yeah. We talk every day, but, but man, we not like being on the show. It's different y'all, seeing man. each other. Yeah, like yeah, not like being on the show with y'all and then y'all two going back and forth on the show. We literally been arguing this whole vacation, the whole vacation. We've been arguing the whole vacation. And I bet you not, can't. It's not the same as being on the air arguing. <laughs> but Sad. we're gonna kick it. We're gonna kick this off right. We're gonna kick this off with pick five. And I promise you guys, next week I will have a graphic and music for Pick Five. Well, but, you know what? You should have had it ready for today. Like you, we knew that this premiere was coming about a month ago. Like, right? No, no. For, for sure, for sure. Coming at your head. Big baby got lazy. I did. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> got too comfortable. Alright. Got mad. Alright. Alright. So we're going to start with pick five. Uh, let's start with, well, first of all, does the champ have anything to say about this year's, you know, pick five coming up? I, I just want to hear from her. I don't know why. Well, it was, a hard, it was a hard-fought victory, and even though Matt is a complete and total hater, I still Why won't you just admit Pete cheated? No, Pete don't cheated. do that. Because you, when, you, when you do that, you, you diminish my win every time you do that. Tell me. Jack Tunney's up. true. Really? Jack Tunney. Are you serious? You shouldn't diminish the fact that outside of the trivia I don't trivia even know how part, Jack Tunney look anymore. Out, outside of the trivia part, she was running the league most of the year. I, I really was. Yeah. But that's she all I had to say. say. Well, best of luck. She's going to say that when you were last, please. 
Oh, I ended up in third place. Excuse me. So Pete ended up in last place. Seriously? Yes. I I yep. Yep. He came yep. from yep. He did. Yep, I came from the depths in the playoffs. <laughs> I made all the right picks in the playoffs. And uh um I you and Pete were you and Pete were, were fumbling the bag. <laughs> but and fumble the bag. Pete gave us trivia. When me and her could have played one on one. All right, or all right. we're talking about the pick. We're talking about the pick five portion of it. We're not talking about the, the, the how we decided a winner. But let, let let's go into the first game: Jags versus Texans. Rookie quarterback versus a uh, quarterback that's going through a lot right now. <laughs> so, um, Queen, would you like to go first, or would you like to go after BK Matt? I'm gonna go with the Texans. Ooh, that's a good pick. That is a good pick. Rocking the boat. I'm going with the You going with who? With the Jags. I'm going with the, the Jags. I'm going with the Jags. Yep. Ooh. Okay. You know what? I am going to go with the Jags as well. Shout out to Sean. Shout out. Shout out to Urban Meyer. I just think that Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson doesn't have. Wow. Deshaun Watson. He's not playing. Have, yeah, that, and he doesn't have his weapon. He doesn't. Even if he was, he didn't. He doesn't have his weapons. And the weapons are uh, you. He had. Didn't he have a, what's his name that just went to mm-hmm. the Texans? I mean, to the um, the Titans. Well, no, 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 no. His his wide receiver went to the Cardinals actually. Yeah, they got rid of him. That's pretty yeah. much why he was complaining for no reason. For no reason. He's not com- now. Are you talking about like complaining for no reason? You talking about they got rid of no, him for no? They reason. got rid of him for no reason. The the, the receiver. Yeah, but that's why he wanted to get out of here. They they they're depleting that team for no reason. They gave him all that money and they're depleting his team and they're being so, unprofessional about certain things. So yeah. and they got a new coach. Wait, Deshaun Watson is not playing. Nah, no. So then, uh, no. I'm picking them for. I'm going with the Jaguars. <laughs> All right. So Jags around the table. Jags around the table. So the next game, Steelers versus Bills. Ooh. That's gonna be a good game. I'm gonna go with, the, gonna with Pittsburgh. I'm gonna go with mm. Pittsburgh because they always start the season off really strong. Okay. Okay. So starting mm. with everybody pick the Jags. Hey Pitt. Mm. Pick Pittsburgh. Matt, who you pick? You pick first. No. I'm still thinking about it. I'm still thinking about I'm thinking. Can I think? Always get to go last. Go. I'm the host. I, I do what I want. I get to go oh, last man. if I want to. It's favoritism. It's not favoritism. You're favoring yourself. Favoritism. I'm picking I'm picking the Bills. All still because Juju was talking crazy, and that's how they lost last season to the Browns. So, they're in the playoffs. So, Steelers is still solid. They were just lacking a running game, but now they got Najee, and I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm fighting with it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Damn, good I'm gonna go with the Bills. I'm going with the Bills. I'm going with the Bills. Okay. 
Matt got the Bills too. So Pittsburgh for Tay, me, me and Matt with the Bills. Kind of concerned that you pick. We mean you got the same pick so far, Matt. It's just like I said. What still is is, is subjective. Tay is right. They do usually start the season like good, pretty good. But Buffalo is a real solid team, and they've been. They were a solid team last year, so it was like in the bubble. So it was not the bubble, but you know what I meant. Yes, the bubble. So team. like, yeah. So it's like I expect them to still have that same level of success. Mm-hmm. And Pittsburgh kind of shit the bed towards the ending of the season last year. So it's like I don't know. I'm gonna yeah. go. Yeah, that's, I'm like I'm going with Buffalo. Okay. Bears versus Rams. Bears versus Rams. Rams. Going with the Rams. Queen. Dre. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> I'm going with the Rams as well. <laughs> Why you don't get out of you got at me? <laughs> <laughs> I just said the same thing to Yo, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Rams. Why you ain't you giving up? I do what I want speech from the host. Why you ain't giving up? I already, sa- already said it. I already said it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. trying to get it. I'm not trying to get knocked to where I've been born, to <laughs> when I was born. So it's going to be all right. Exactly. Exactly. All right, so everybody chose the Rams on that one. All right, Browns, Chiefs. I'm picking the Chiefs. I'm picking. I'm picking the Chiefs. Me too. Like I'm not Patrick Mahomes. I'm not doing that. I'm not stupid. I'd be surprised if they they almost lost inside the they almost lost in the playoffs to them. Huh. That team was also injured. Um, injured. We we had a discussion about that too. That um, a Chiefs team was very very um, depleted from depleted of that of that playoff of that playoff run. Boy um, had no protection. Was- Shaq, what's going on, what's going Shaq? on, brother Shaq? But yeah, man, like Pat Pat Patty was running for his life. Then he had no help. Well, he had help. He had nobody protecting him, <laughs> and that's and that's, that's, that's dangerous. We need that boy healthy. Last game, Packers versus Saints. I'm going with the Packers. I'm going with the Packers too, but don't be surprised if James have a great season this year. I'm going with the Saints. For the outside of outside of Drew Drew Brees, the team is pretty much the same. Um. Yes, Drew Brees makes a big difference getting the ball out there to them, but the I'm still difference. I'm I'm still kind of like on the Saints kind of bandwagon from last year. They still played. They played pretty well last year. Their offense is still high powered. Their defense is still surprisingly good. So, but so sorry the Packers defense. But I think I'm gonna go against this. Go pick the Saints just because it's not Aaron Rodgers. Was such a hater. <laughs> so it's sickening. I can't believe me. 
Yes, just sickening. Like I expect this from from Pete and Tay, but you, Jesus, God, when are y'all gonna put some respect on that man's name? When he gets back to the Super Bowl. When he starts wearing a ponytail, looking like a painter from France. First of all, <laughs> first of all, ponytail is in. My man Brock is out here swagging in these streets with that ponytail. Don't do that. Brock has a bun. Act. He doesn't have a ponytail. What are you talking about? It's like a little ponytail thing at the top. And I thought a bun was like the little the little donut thing on top of the head. It's a man bun. It doesn't have to be. What's it? How, how, ain't a bun? A bun is the the thing at the top. It's like a little like a little crown, ain't it? Gotcha. Yeah. No, no, no. Whatever it is, whatever it is. He, I he, I'm about to Google it. I'm dead about to Google it. Man bun for like. Got you. Well, I never even knew there was a such thing as a man bun. <laughs> you just be so outside the loop sometimes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get into today's topics. Right about doing? now. So we're gonna stay on the NFL, and we're gonna talk about that that uh, that shootout in Tampa, the Cowboys versus the Bucks, and Tay predicted this uh, when we found out about the Thursday night game that, and she pretty much said this is the Cowboys Super Bowl opening night is the Cowboys Super Bowl, and they always play the games on Week One. So with that being said, Tay, how, how did you feel about? Dak performance and the Cowboys performance overall on Thursday. Well, honestly, I always say they look great opening night. Like the Cowboys. Queen. No, I think we lost her. Hold on one second. Go to go to on um, Matt. Uh, Matt, what did you think about the uh, the Cowboys? Uh, I thought that they played fairly well. They gave up too much points. Um, right. But then again, it's Tom Brady and the Bucks, and they're, like, fully loaded. Um, I think that they had a great outing. You know, it, it, it was what it was. We all kind of knew they weren't going to beat Tampa Bay. But I think the more impressive part of everything was how well that Perform being out of the game for so long. Um, I don't even remember, I don't remember the the month count of how long it's been since he actually played a game. He didn't play too much in the preseason either, but um, his arm looked good. Uh, his range of motion looked even better. He he he, he was moving on. He was he was showing motion on his leg, and 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 that's always a good sign. He looked like Dak Prescott. Um, I I I was making an argument that I don't know why everybody think he's a top five quarterback <laughs> but he played like a top five top five quarterback um i think so, I mean, he is I, I mean i don't know man it's it's Dak has put on some really impressive performances i believe that the reason why we don't judge him on the same level is because ezekiel elliott is overrated as hell mm, and i think overrated? that to be honest overrated 
Ezekiel Elliott is overrated. Overrated to me. You get what I'm saying? Why and because he underperforms. Con- Not a lot of money. Too. And to be honest with you, I feel like key. I think role players always get the benefit of hiding behind the quarterback's wall. And so when something doesn't go well, you like with the Giants, you blame Eli Manning. When you blame Daniel Jones, you get what I'm saying. You're not blaming Saquon Barkley. Oh my, I'm on the. You're not blaming Saquon Barkley. You're not blaming the Derrick Henrys. You're just blaming the quarterback. And I feel like Dak Prescott looked as good as, or if not just as good as Tom Brady, if not better. Yeah, on Thursday. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, I wanted I want to ask a question because again I I like I had to eat my words a little bit because I'm like I don't see what everybody else is seeing with Dak Prescott. I do think he's a really good quarterback. I just don't think he's like elite. But but you sitting there riding the coattails of Aaron Rodgers till the sun comes because he is elite. And I feel I don't. I, but the thing is, you you think you act as if he's like the best quarterback in the league, and he's not. Not to me. I know. You know I, I, I never said is, that he was. Who would you? you, you did say oh it. my God! I said I said I said he's I said he I said he was I said he was the uh-huh. best uh-huh. of last okay. year. He was our MVP. That's what I said. He was the hey, most was, valuable oh player of the NFL that year that season. And I think he's gonna make another. He's gonna make a run for another one. Definitely backtracking. I'm not backtracking. Tom Brady is still in the garden. How can I sit there and say he's better? Like he's the best quarterback when Tom Brady's there. But because you said it last far, year. <laughs> but I'm all right. Whatever. I think he's overrated. I don't. No, he's not. He's underrated. Because a lot of people will sit there and try to put a lot more quarterbacks on him, like you did. You tried to put Russell Wilson over him, Lamar Jackson. Come on now. So I would. I wouldn't say that he's overrated. Underrated, definitely. More or less rated the same because a lot of people do see Aaron Rodgers as one of the top two, well, top three around the time when Drew Brees was there, but they he was rated a little bit more higher than Drew Brees. It was more between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady got the rings. He's in the play, he's in the fight, he's in the Super Bowl all the damn time. So people are gonna right. put Tom Brady over Aaron Rodgers. But when we go to skills, and we go to skills, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady when it comes to skills. Clutch. Mm-hmm. I'm putting it all on Tom Brady. Yeah. So, before we move on, the voice of Generation Pete Rosado has joined us. Welcome. My Pete. man with the biker. What's up? What's on. up, everybody? Got to keep Wu-Tang my mask clan? on. I'm at a public event right now, so I do apologize. You got a Wu-Tang Clan button? It is. It's a Wu-Tang Infinity Gauntlet pen. My wow. man. You saw season two yet? Uh, no, you didn't I didn't finish. I didn't finish season. I didn't finish season. So one. I, I was just overhearing, and if I, I was overhearing what I heard about Aaron Rodgers, I just got to say this: I think Aaron Rodgers is correctly rated. I don't think he's overrated, and I definitely don't think he's underrated. I don't think there are many people, especially sports pundits or sports broadcasters, who ever don't speak of Aaron Rodgers in a top five capacity, probably mm. even a top three capacity. Top. So I think he's correctly rated. Top two. I don't think – I think people are quick to write him off very quickly because we, we see a lot of – All right, top We see a lot of quarterbacks. We see, oh, we see a lot of quarterbacks. With the exception of Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, we've seen a lot of quarterbacks. And even Peyton Manning with his injury, but without the injury, I don't think we would have seen it. We see a lot of quarterbacks who kind of decline with age. 
and Aaron Rodgers has is up there in years. Even Ben Roethlisberger has had a couple of bad years in the last few years. Um, Aaron Rodgers just continues to defy what we think he's going to do based on his age. But I think he is he is not underrated. He is not overrated. I think he is correctly rated. He is definitely a top three, if not top five, quarterback in the league. Um, you know, unfortunately, with the NFL, we always get caught up with the flavors of the month. We always get caught up with the with the young quarterbacks. I don't think we can put a Lamar Jackson in an Aaron Rodgers category yet. I don't think we can put, you know, people like that, you know, any any one of these young quarterbacks in that kind of a league just yet. I think their potential is in that league, but yeah. what they've actually done is not yet in that league. So, so we get caught up with the flavors of the month in terms of quarterbacks in the NFL a lot of times. And not, I'm not saying we as in this show, but we as in like sports broadcasters and sports reporters, we forget about these established quarterbacks and we automatically want to say this young quarterback is going to be a top five quarterback. They have the potential to be. Doesn't mean that they are. Listen, I think Joe Burrow has the potential to be a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Is he a top 10 quarterback? No. He's not. I, I think Justin Herbert has that ability. I think uh, possibly even people like Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson have the ability to be a top 10 quarterback. Are they? No. They have not done what Brady and Rodgers have done. They have not done those things just yet. I still think when you think of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL, you have to talk Russell Wilson. You have to talk Ben Roethlisberger. You have to talk Tom Brady. You have to talk Aaron Rodgers. If you're not naming those four in the top five quarterback based on what is on paper, based on what is on the back of their football card, something's wrong. Facts. I I just don't see Dak Prescott there. I don't see Dak Prescott there. Not yet, but I think Dak Prescott – listen – to me, the story of the first game of the NFL season, as much as it was Tom Brady leading the, the Bucks to another win and Tom Brady being Tom Brady, the story for me of that first game was the performance of Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott showed the F out after that injury that could have ended his career. And I think Dak Prescott is really showing his potential. I think But you had- don't think but y'all don't think that they got that game on a technicality too? Oh, I think a lot you of the games that Tom Brady wins sometimes are on technicalities. There what was, was the technicality? Big, there was a big blown court. There was a big ball. I thought there was an offensive pass interference that wasn't called. There was an OPI that wasn't called. I didn't see it as an OPI though. I felt like when when he turned around that the 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 corner lost his footing. Yes, it was a little nudge, but not enough for it to for him to like. I thought it, it was enough. Look like I thought a stiff it was arm. enough. If it was yeah. vice versa, if it was vice versa, it would have been called. And they, yeah. were, and they were making those calls all night. And Tay, Tay makes a great point. I think Tom Brady echoed that point in an interview not too long ago or previously where he said the reason why these things happen is because they've made it so easy for the offense to get calls, but not the, uh, for the offense to get calls off the defense. But mm-hmm. the defense very rarely gets calls from the offense. They will very easily call defensive pass interference, but very rarely nowadays call offensive pass interference. And the reason is, they don't want to stunt the offense in the NFL. What do you think? Well, Tate mentioned it, but they did call a, a couple of PIs on um on the Bucks during the game too. So I think you have to. I think you have yeah. to just to show the to just show the fairness. I think we've seen a lot of games where people have said Brady gets too many calls mm-hmm. and they don't get calls against them, even when he was with the Patriots for a very very long time. People were like, "Yo, the calls are lopsided." Um, he schemes it sometimes. Know, That's the crazy thing. He schemes it just to know, just to um take control of the clock. He knows what he's doing. That's why listen, we'll much, give him as that, much as that, I that, that Tom Brady like, as a fan. 
Mm-hmm. As much as I may hate Tom Brady as a fan, I respect what that man does on the field and as a quarterback. That man is a top three quarterback in this league as much as I hate him as a fan. I will never like him as a fan, and I will always hate him for that reason. But as a respectful, unbiased, non-biased sport reporter, I have to sit here and say Tom Brady is that man. Non-biased sports reporter? So that means are you going to pick the Bears this time in the pick five? Yes, I like the Bears. I don't like the fact that they're not starting Justin Fields. I don't Mm -hmm. agree with them not starting Justin Fields, but I think the Bears' offense is much better. And I have faith in their two in their two quarterbacks more than I had faith in Mitchell Trubisky. Got you. This haircut is changing you. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> You're supposed to keep the same energy. I don't He's like this. I'm outside no. now, so I might as well. Yeah, no beard, no nothing. So for Pete. <laughs> it's the first time I've shaved in like a month and a half. So it's like, or two months actually. So it you don't even have the bang, man. He even uh, had a bang. What, what was going on? Yeah. Nah, he was tired of us being funny about the damn bang. Switching up on us. You're supposed to always keep the banging. What is? What are you doing? You just... get. I get it. New season, new look. I got it. You know, it is what it is. I can't wear my do-rag because Tay is going to say something about it. Drake clicking I'm the, the show of, off. I'm tired of my hair. Bro, tired you of my blame me for everything, bro. What? I'm tired of my hair going back like a, a bent rim off a Sean Kemp dunk. Oh, God. I told you. You got to stop using that. <laughs> that, that was funny. You got to stop using Soul Glow. I told you about that. Out here looking Listen, like a member of Greece. Out here looking like Greece. With so the Fonzie haircut. Hey. So we talked about how Dak looked. Did Tom Brady look any better or any worse than um, that he did last year? No, not to me. I think he looked as we expected him to look. Um, the thing is, let me tell you something. I feel key with these teams against the Bucks. It's not that the Bucks beat beat them badly. It's that they they beat themselves more than the Bucks beat them. To me, you get what I'm saying. The Bucks play a really solid game, but when you look at it, a lot of times it's these teams they make such stupid mistakes down the stretch. That game could have been easily won by the Cowboys. Facts. Because their defense didn't play up to par. Their defense didn't play up to par. Tay made this point. That's the the way to beat them. On Thursday, Tay made this comment in the group chat, and she's 100% right. The Cowboys always look great on opening week. Um, For some reason, they always look great in week one. The biggest issue with the Cowboys is going to be consistency, whether or not Dak's going to continue to play like this. I was very disappointed in Ezekiel Elliott. You're supposed to be a quote-unquote top five running back in the NFL, and you got, what, 30 yards? You know, you got 30 yards on, what, 14 carries or something like that? Like, I don't, if, if you're not going to utilize Ezekiel Elliott or if Ezekiel Elliott is not going to live up to his potential, then we got to move on from Ezekiel Elliott. But Jerry Jones already paid him that money, so it's going to be a little hard to do. Um, in terms of your question, Dre, I don't know if Brady can look better, right? Um, the fact that he is a 40-something-year-old quarterback still able to do this um, is already in and of itself a great thing. Um, if anything, he's going to look worse, and I don't think he did. I thought he put on a very good performance. I did not like the two interceptions. Um, Brady has been throwing more interceptions over the last three years than he mostly did. Well, to, to correct you on, on both of those interceptions, the first one was a – one of them was a Hail Mary, and the second, the second one was Fournette 
juggling the ball up in the air, with which then he later caught that same type of pass later on. So I don't think I, – I get what you're saying about the point on him throwing interceptions, but the two interceptions that were thrown by Tom Brady, like the Not Hail Mary, like what, what, the Hail Mary, okay, we can give him that one. But but when he catching it and he and Fournette got um, fumbles on, yeah, no. But I think I think what but always ten. what always has what always has you know listen the one thing that mm-hmm. Patriots did very very well and the Bucks have done very very well mm-hmm. is they understand when you have Tom nice. Brady behind center you build a great offensive line. Brady is always going to be good when he does not get pressure. The defensive line of the Cowboys was not putting enough pressure, and that offensive line of the Bucks is really play, played very, very well in that first game. The question is going to be, can that offensive line hold up? Brady, the success of Brady goes as only, only as long as his offensive line can hold up. We have seen in history, especially those two Super Bowl losses to the Giants, when you get pressure on Tom Brady, you break through that offensive line, Brady can be humanized as a quarterback. Matt, your thoughts? Honestly... Um, on Brady. Sorry. The only thing I can say about Brady is Brady is more comfortable. He's more comfortable in his surroundings now. Whereas last year, they had no preseason, they had no camp, they had nothing to do. They they had to figure it out on the fly. Now that they have that, and it's practice, it's the same exact team that won the Super Bowl. So they have a familiarity right. to each other now. So with that being said, I agree with with Tavia that the, the Cowboys could have won that game if you. Uh, if you compete with the Bucks and it's a shootout, the only way you can win is if you do not give the clock to Tom Brady. Because if you give him the if you give him the clock and give him ways to control the pace of the game, you're done. That's a specialty. That's what makes him Tom Brady. That's what makes him the goat. He's intelligent enough, huh? No, I, I was what, saying what? to myself they gave this man a minute twenty four. They, exactly. They gave him two. They gave him. If you give him two, if you give him under, if you give him the two minute warning, and he got that's that's an that's literally forever in the day to that man. He's gonna make something happen. He and can that's do where it. the ineffectiveness, the ineffectiveness of Ezekiel Elliott comes into play because it, it, it's had Zeke been effective, you could have run the ball in the fourth quarter and run that clock down. But because they had to throw the ball because Zeke was wholly ineffective in that game. You have a situation where they're not able to run the clock off and you give Brady that last possession. So along to my point, so my biggest takeaway for the season when it comes to Tom Brady, I'm not worried about Tom Brady and his offense. I'm more or less worried about if his defense is going to is gonna live up to its billing because, again, they struggled in the beginning part of the season. We, 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 we chalked it up to, oh, they didn't have camp, they didn't have that. They didn't have that 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 togetherness yet, and then they figured it out towards the end of the season to make that run to the Super Bowl. Now, you gotta if you give teams enough to to to, to like compete with that offense, mm-hmm. all it takes is that 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 control of the game. If they take that control of the game where they're not giving him the clock, they they stand a great chance of winning. But so, it all falls along. It all falls along with that defense. The Buccaneers' success is all is going to be always aligned to that defense because that's how they were able to even beat the Chiefs in the first place. So the question Matt, you is, made a point. Sorry, go ahead, Dre. So the question is: This goes back to something else Tay said when we were talking about the Super Bowl. Um, were is it more of teams 
giving up the game than the Bucks defense in general. I, I think so. I think so. I thought I looked at that Super Bowl game and I mm-hmm. felt that the Chiefs lost that more than the Bucks won that. 100%. 100%. And, that, and I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. If, if I, I, I chalk it up to two things. If they didn't already feel defeated because they were they were not at full capacity as far as the strength of their team. I feel that that, that the outcome of that game is totally different. It doesn't look I like uh, it didn't look like it won't look like they're mm-hmm. getting lost because mm-hmm. they got lost in the Super Bowl. That's just what it was. I don't I see think that in Andy Reid and in in the Kansas City Chiefs. So, huh? Those, those first two Super Bowls said? that the Patriots won. Mm-hmm. Those first two Super Bowls that the Patriots won, I think you could, you could say, okay, people didn't know what Tom Brady was capable of. They didn't, they didn't really, you know, know what really his abilities was. Especially the first one, okay, it happened, Venetary. The second one, you still maybe, okay, maybe that one was a fluke. It was just luck. After that second Super Bowl and what Brady has shown in his career, I don't understand how people have not figured out. As Matt said and as Tay said, you have to maintain. You have to make sure you maintain clock control and maintain possession at the end of that fourth quarter because from that second Super Bowl on I don't understand why anyone thinks if you give Brady uh less than a one a one touchdown deficit to have to tie or win the game in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter how you think he's not going to make it happen it is very few and far between that he does not a lot of these teams have given up and a lot of them I think honestly I think there is a little bit of an intimidation factor when you know you're going into the second half against Tom Brady. Listen, a friend of mine made a meme about it, and everybody saw that look that Tom Brady gave. Tom Brady's got one of them looks. He's got one of them game things. A lot of teams, I think, kind of fold down the stretch when Brady just starts going completion after completion after completion after completion. You know, he breaks your spirit, and a lot of these teams have to be mentally tough. If you're going to play Tom Brady, I don't care what team he's on, if you're paying Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, it's not about how well you execute your game, but it's also about how mentally tough you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, guys, I know um, the queen has to go. Queen, do you have any final words in terms of what do you expect to see out, out of the NFL this year in general? I think the Chiefs are going to bounce back with a vengeance. I think that that is what is left to be seen. That's one of the only things I'm going to say. The Chiefs are going to bounce back with a vengeance, and I really feel like People are sleeping on certain teams. With the, you know what, and you know, guys, I'm I'm a big proponent of the, of the Cowboys, and for me to give them a lot of props takes a lot. You get what I'm saying? So I think they're another team that's getting sleeped on too. They look good. They look good out there. They only lost by like what, one point? Yeah, one point. Yeah, they look good out there, and those were the defending champions they played against, who everybody's just like. Not riding home, they they riding home about. It. And I also, you know, what I'm saying much to Matt's delight. I feel that the Green Bay Packers are going to play with a big chip on their shoulder this year. I feel like Aaron Rodgers, his song, his swan song is going to be a beautiful one for him. And maybe he'll be everything that Matt oh. wishes for him to be. <laughs> but so far, I ain't seeing it. Don't worry, we, gotcha. we, he running it back for MVP again. He's running it back for MVP again. All right. You see, on that note, watch. Guys, I'm out. Just Bye. watch. That sounds so stupid. Bye. Bye, Queen. <laughs>
Oh man. Oh man. Listen, Tay, if Tay's right, and Tay Tay has a point, but if if, if Dak Prescott and the Cowboys play consistently mm-hmm. how they did in week one, mm-hmm. they might win that division. And and the sad part about it is for my for my wallet, I don't want them to win the division because I've got money on a dark horse to win that division. Who? I hope the Washington Redskins. The Redskins still might. Sorry, oh, I was about the to say. Football, I'm sorry. The, the football team might still win that division. Yeah, I think I think they're my yeah, dark yeah. horse pick to win that division. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is is going to be. You know, if if he plays like we know him to play, even with the duds, I think with that team, they finally have a quarterback that they can do some damage with. Absolutely. Um, and that defense, that defense is nasty. Mm. Well, Pete, I know. I know you're at an event as well. Um, any final words on the NFL before we let you go? Um, I'm very interested. You got to pick his top five. You got to pick his top five. No, no, no. I'm, I'm gonna send Pete. His, I'm gonna send Pete his. Well, Pete is in charge of the of the pick five, so I'm gonna send send it to him. So just make sure, Matt. Make sure we don't gotta do trivia again at the end of the year. Um, yeah, it, it, see, I, that's what I'm, I'm hoping. Saying it. This is that's Matt Four. That was Matt Four. That was Matt Four. I didn't pick trivia. That was actually, no, that was actually, no I'm talking about. We're talking about no, 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 no. We're talking about the pick five part of the year. Y'all two in the playoffs kind of messed. Y'all two in the playoffs messed yourselves up. She's <laughs> picking the same. Um, picking. She's I'm, gonna have that lead regardless. I'm, Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm very interested mm-hmm. to see how the rookies play this year. I believe we have four out of the five rookies from the first round actually starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, this the year. The only one not starting is Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I have a lot of faith in. Uh, I, I like. You know what? I'm gonna be real honest with you. I think a dark horse, a dark horse MVP candidate. I think is gonna be Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert is gonna explode this year, um, and I think he's gonna be in that conversation. I definitely don't think he's gonna win it, but I definitely think he's gonna be in that conversation at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very interested to see how you know, Tyrod Taylor does in, in Texas, you know, as the starter in Houston. <laughs> um, but you, it, you, the, my biggest thing about the NFL, honestly, guys, is uh, it's going to be a very interesting, there's a lot of storylines. You know, as, as New Yorkers, we want to see how the Giants and the Jets are going to do. As a Jets fan, I'm very interested in how my Jets are going to do. You know, it's going to be very interesting to see that battle of Mac Jones at quarterback uh, in, in New England and Zach Wilson, uh, at, you know, for the Jets. But I also think there are three very, uh, four very good teams in that division. I think the Jets um, have a really good team. The Patriots have a really good team. Definitely. But I also think the Bills and Miami um, are the top two teams in that division right now. Um, yep. But I think that, honestly, that division for the first time in a long time is a toss-up for who might win that division. Because if Zach, if Zach Wilson or Mac Jones play the way that they're projected to play, the Jets or the Patriots could sneak in and win that division. I'll, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. I know. I know y'all. I know you is. I, I don't know you. about. I know about. I Toledo agree with you, Pete. Team. I agree with you. I, know, I, I agree with you. One hundred percent. I know about three of them teams. You a hater. You just say about three of them teams. But it is. One, Listen, one of those. Th- one of these things of, is not like the other. <laughs> you gotta stop. You gotta stop. You gotta stop. That hate you gotta let that hate go. Don't get me wrong. It's not hate. The Jets, the Jets could very easily, and, I, and I've said this, I've said this to a couple of my friends, and I've said this to a couple of other Jet fans. Mm-hmm. 
I have no aspirations that we're going to win the division. I'm saying that if Zach Wilson plays as he's projected to play and other things happen where the Bills are not as good as people think they're going to be and Miami stumbles and Mac Jones isn't as good as they say he's going to be or he stumbles, the Jets could win the division. But I also truly believe the stronger money is, listen, if the Jets win four to five games and Zach Wilson develops the way we need him to develop, that's a win for us. That really is. Um, just all things considered. But I do believe if the stars line up the right way for the Patriots or for the Jets, they have a chance of sneaking in if Buffalo or Miami is not able to repeat what they did last year. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I don't know why I he can't agree. Like, y'all, y'all hedging y'all bets. Y'all hedging y'all bets to Saquon Barkley staying freaking healthy. I don't know, I don't know why you, you, you so hype over there. Talking all that because, Danny Dimes because, and shit. I've never said anything about Danny Dimes. I just haven't said anything about the Giants this year yet. I haven't better said not. anything yet. I'll, I'll see. You'll see. Better not. Y'all going to stop coming I'll, for the Jets. You're going to stop coming for the Jets. That's what y'all going to do. Y'all going to no, stop we, doing it. No, no, no. We won't. We are, hit, we are here to stay this season. We got better. At, the the, on, the, the organization no, is healthy. Don't, don't do that. On that note, we had Pete, a strong... thank you for joining us and taking time out this schedule just... to join us. And um, please enjoy hey, the Pete. rest of your Saturday, sir. They are hating, Listen, I'm, pr- I'm, so happy. I'm so happy that we're back. We were, we got well-rested, obviously. We took our hits this summer personally and things like that. But mm-hmm. I'm so glad that we're back. I'm so excited for this new season. I cannot wait. You know, it, it is going to be a fun sports season, a, a fun new season for us. And I'm happy to be here for a full season. This is my first full yep. season with with the squad. I'm most very happy and looking forward to this. You made a year. Just, just, you. just no trivia. No no trivia at all. We're not doing that at all. Ever again. Just let it go. Let it die. By the way, side. Thank you, Pete. All right, everybody. Yo, your, your all nation. Right, bro. Peace out. Yeah. All right, bro. All right, dudes. So. Let's get into something that um, we got a couple more things to get to before we end it. It's not going to take too long. But um, first, Boxing Dead. (laughs) Boxing Dead. Because we've been talking about this before. First of all, the celebrity boxing. Boxing was already kind of like on the tightrope. Now with the celebrity boxing thing, it's, it's just... It just killed it. It's gone. It's funny you mentioned. It's funny you just mentioned boxing because Jeff just hit me up about it. He was like, "Yo, we, what's the vibe with that? We still doing that?" I'm like, "We're we're still working on it, bro. I'm trying to get you a co-host. We we still working on it." But um, mm-hmm. boy, <laughs> like it just oof, boy, right. hurt his leg. Jake Paul is is, is fixing fights. It's just it's just horrible. He's playing um, WBO My Career, WBO 2K22. Boy, my career is bad. That was, oh, Jesus Christ. I just want him to fight a fighter, like an actual boxer. I that that That's it, because I feel like somebody needs to put him on his ass. Willie him and his brother. Willie is a UFC fighter. Let's get that straight. He's yeah. a UFC. You could tell by the open bell and his fighting stance. He is not a boxer. He can throw hands. He's a heavy hitter. If he catches you, like we saw in the fourth round when he did when he 
when he connected with Jake Paul and the, and the rope saved him, mm. he can knock you out. Granted, like he 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 gathered his footing and he and he continued on the fight. A lot a lot of people are gonna say that Jake Paul like washed him. I don't I don't personally believe that. If you watch the fight closely, a lot of those hits that he was getting credited for, he did not land. They were right. blocked. And I do I do believe Woolley did get a couple, you know, got a couple rounds off, but the the scoreboard didn't 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 do that. So I don't I don't think Woodley won, but I don't think he got dominated like how they're making it seem that he did. It, it I, that was a different fight that that I saw. From what I saw, Jake Paul was throwing he was throwing he was throwing um live rounds and was not connecting with a lot of them. He connected yeah. with a few body shots. I give him that, but for the most part, Woolley blocked a lot of his shots. So. He has a strong argument. I don't think he won, though, but he has a strong argument. Like, he didn't get washed, like how everybody's making it seem like he no, did. He, he, no, he didn't get washed. He, but he, it's one of those things that we, we keep saying. When somebody is a combat fighter, so you, for, for him, Woodley being a UFC fighter, part of his fighting style is boxing, right? And... Yeah for Jake Paul or any of the Paul bros, these are not professionally professional combat fighters. So to have someone who is not a professional yeah. combat fighter go toe-to-toe with you. And then um, let's go back to um, Logan Paul. It was Logan and, and, and Mayweather, right? Or, or got his ass beat. Yes. It was, it was, it was Logan. He got his ass yeah, beat. It, 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 they it, won't make it, it seem Logan. like he did, but he got his ass right. beat. Right. They got his ass right. beat. <laughs> and even though there was no knock, and to be honest, even though there was no knockdowns, that fight is just kind of just like, oh man, bro, like y'all really you really not knocking them down? I don't I don't know. It just felt right. like all right. And this is what people get kind of twisted. Mayweather is not a knockout artist. He no, was in the beginning not, when he was pretty boy. I, when he uh-huh. was pretty boy Mayweather, he was knocking people out. When right. he became no, Money I, Mayweather, I and his hands was kind of yeah. Yeah, he's not a that knockout artist. He's a defensive no. fighter. So right, I, I wasn't expecting that. him to knock Logan out. Right, yeah. but if you are a trained professional combat sports <laughs> uh, athlete, you should be able, even if you're a defensive fighter against professionals. Against amateurs, mm-hmm. you should be able to tap somebody drill and put them out. He tapped Joe a couple times. I'll give you that. But um as yeah. far as knocking people out, it all it all it all falls down to your your threshold for pain. If you if you don't mm-hmm. if you don't have a glass jaw, you can get you can take some hits and not hit the ground and be like that sometimes. Jay Paul took a big hit. Woodley linked him. Mm-hmm. Chances are if the ropes wasn't there, he would have been out the ring. But what did he do? He finished the fight and he was in it. So mm-hmm. it, it, that's just a credit to them being able to take hits. So did May- Mayweather was washing, mm-hmm. washing Logan Paul. Well, well, let's not get that. Let's not get that like misconstrued. It was just a matter of everybody was expecting like, oh, Mayweather is one of the best fighters that we mm-hmm. we we've, we've seen, not realizing he's one of the best defensive fighters that we've ever seen. He's not a knockout artist. Don't get me wrong. He's knocked people out. 
doesn't mean he's a knockout artist. He's not Tyson. I don't expect him to be Tyson. I don't expect him to be Roy Jones Jr. We saw what Tyson did to Roy Jones Jr. It is what it is. I must have forgot. (laughs) Exactly. So, I mean, we, what everybody, and and that's why boxing is in the state that it is now. It's because you have fans that are looking for another Tyson. And Tyson is who he is. You're not going to have people that are, are flashy like Muhammad Ali or, Mm-hmm. Or like just powerful hitters like Pacquiao, who was like you, you just behind him because he's so small, but he packs like he he fights like a pit bull. You're not gonna right. find you're not gonna find fighters like that. You gonna you have your your, your fighters today that you can latch on to, but don't mm-hmm. expect to always you know expect that you're gonna get a, a knockout. Like Tank Tank knocked people out, but Tank ain't getting as much publicity as he needs to. So, I mean, true, and then you got the, Tyson Fury and Wilder. These People are, looking forward the, to that fight? Right. Again, you're you're naming power fighters, but the majority of boxing isn't power hitters anymore. And I think yeah. that, is, that is part of the reason why boxing is dying. But a lot of it is, I think a lot of it is the celebrity boxing thing because making people think they can fight and they really can't. Like it's bad enough. I mean, boxing, but all right, all right. I give you that. But I give you that. Bad enough boxing viewership is down. But this, this is because that's where I was about to go. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I was about to go. Before Tyson and, and 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 Roy Jones, nobody was really talking about boxing like that. Yeah, we had the Anthony Joshuas and your Furies and your Wilders and and right. and and the Davis brothers. You have those guys and 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 Pacquiao and and, 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 and Alvarez. Yeah, yeah. You have your, your your fighters that you know, right? Mm-hmm. But everything is so stream streamed out now. You can find yeah. it anywhere, and you don't necessarily have to watch it live, right? You can fast forward through everything. Times is different. Mm-hmm. Pay per views back then was must see, must watch. If right. you don't, you're not gonna see it again. You'll probably see it on the highlights that night on. On ESPN, but that's it after that. If you missed it, you missed it. Now you can download everything. I can miss a fight and literally see it 15 minutes after it aired. Yeah. So it, it it hits different now. And if you hear that there wasn't no knockout, chances are you're not gonna tune in to even go try to view that fight if you're not a boxing purist. So right. like I said, everybody's attention span is different now than it was in the 90s and the 2000s when we didn't have the streaming, we didn't have YouTubes, we didn't have like these these pirate sites where you can we could just download it and and, and click a button and, watch and you can watch it. it during that, right. Yeah, like on your computer. It's different now. So I mean, I, you can, everybody can't expect the same excitement now that we had back then when we were having Tyson versus Holyfield or, or, or Mayweather versus... Um, Hatton or you know Kodo and like you know it's different now. Like even right. UFC fights ain't even in as much as you know, it is. Sefa Usma, right? And I think um, combat sports, including wrestling, is taking that hit too for the most part because yeah, yeah. For years when we used to watch, well, we watch still, but when you know we were watching throwback stuff, yeah, like. 
it was must see. Like if if you went to school the next day and you found out something happened on the pay per view, you had to literally wait until it replayed or buy it on the replay. You on Tuesday. Right, on Tuesday. It wasn't <laughs> it's always right. Tuesday. It wasn't accessible right after the show and it wasn't accessible like fifteen minutes after the after the show. And it wasn't accessible unless you had the black cable box and you were unlocking channels and stuff like that. I remember if you didn't ha- if you didn't order the first fifteen minutes, you couldn't order it. You yep. had to wait. You had to wait. I remember that. I literally remember that. That E button. Remember the E? The the E flash. Yeah, I remember all that. I hated that. I remember. remember. But the last thing we're going to talk about today is something that me and Matt really, 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 really um, found interesting all summer. And that is the NBA offseason. This summer of of a lot. The summer of a lot. That, that's what we can call it. Um, we're not going to spend too much time on it because I want everybody's opinion with on on, uh, on episode 75. But, Matt. What's up? We're going to go directly into the smoke session on this one because this is something that you really want to talk about when it was happening and we didn't get a chance to. So, you got to set me up for it. We are going to talk about your mans, Mr. Dennis Schroeder. Um, the Los Angeles Lakers and the Brooklyn Nets, and we're going to talk about how. And I'm going to let you go off, and don't go off too much, but I'm going to let you go off, and we're going to talk about how Daniel Schroeder fumbled the bag. Um, whatever the name is, Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder fumbled the bag. And the amount of energy that's not being kept between both Brooklyn and LA teams fans. All right. All right. <laughs> Sir, the floor is yours. <laughs> I want to know who is the person responsible for 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 even telling this man that he was even remotely worth $100 million. Like, anywhere. Let's get straight to it. Now, Dennis Schroeder, who played for the Los Angeles Lakers last season, who bottomed out at the first round, lost to Phoenix to that light-skinned assassin that Kobe Bryant, the late Kobe Bryant birthed, right? This man played in the Los Angeles Lakers with LeBron James. Anthony Davis. <laughs> and he didn't get along with LeBron James. But my man really legit thought he was worth a hundred million dollars. They threw him a bone and offered him four years for eighty-four million. You skipped what? the part. What, what part did I what, what part did I miss? The beginning of the season. Um oh when he told said, LeBron he was starting. He started he starting point guard <laughs> when he told LeBron, "Oh, I'm the starting point guard." Look, I'm not. I'm not stereotypically like the biggest LeBron James supporter, but you don't tell a man that's been into the finals like ten times that you starting point guard or you running rough shot. You don't run shit. I don't know what you think 
is going on in your head with your stupid bleach blonde head that makes you think you can tell anybody what you doing. No, no. You going to do whatever LeBron tells you to do. You going to do whatever Vogel tells you to do. Hell, you going to do whatever freaking Kyle Kuzma tell you to do. You ain't running nothing. You ain't you 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 ain't nobody. You had a little decent season in OKC the year before, but nigga, then you ain't that ain't worth nothing. That ain't nothing when you in when you in La La Land. When you over there with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, who just came back from winning the championship, you don't tell them you starting point guard. No, you shut the hell up and you say, "Where do you need me to be? Where you need me to be? Where where you want me to?" Where you want me to throw the ball at? Where you want me to set you up? Big man, I know you hurt. You want me to make sure I get down and give you the easy dime? I can do that for you. You shut the hell up and you do what's being told. I don't know who got in his ear and made him think he was worth $100 million. Man, you ain't even a top five point guard, brother. I'm sorry. You are just a role player. Role players ain't really worth more than 60 million. Lakers threw you a bone and gave you eighty-four million for four years. They'd have been over I'm the luxury tax for him. I'm repeating the. I'm repeating the stat. I'm eighty-four million for four years. We're talking. I'm gonna give you all the luxury of of, of being in, in in Los Angeles again. I'm saying he's in Los Angeles. No winter cold. Not cold. It barely rains in in, in Los Angeles. You're living good. You got $84 to play with. You can go to vacation whenever you want to if it rains. $84 Four years in Los Angeles next to LeBron James, Anthony Davis. They just picked up Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Trevor Ariza, Dwight Howard, they just got freaking um, DeAndre Jordan. You missed out all, on and, that. And this was all before the everybody you named outside of um, DJ was all. It was all before they offered him the deal. So imagine, imagine, imagine they wouldn't have even got Russell Westbrook if he didn't decline the option, bro. They would have got Russell Westbrook. It was a trade. They got him off of a trade. They got a Kyle Kuzma and some other. And oh yeah, they got yeah, him off yeah, of a yeah, trade. Yeah. They were yeah. still getting Russell Westbrook. And regardless, you had the uh, sweetest spot ever. You was gonna live better than Mario Chalmers on the Miami Heat when they made their run. You ain't have to do nothing. You was gonna easily go to the finals. You and you passed up that up because you thought you was gonna get a hundred mil. And look at you now. Look at now, you now. Now, if you look at it. The Lakers won off so much because if you think about it, you know, if Dennis Schroeder, cool. You gained Malik Monk, who is a, a knockdown shooter. That is that is a loss for, for Charlotte. And then Kendrick Nunn, who didn't play the best last year, but the year before in the finals, he plays he defense. Helped them, he plays defense and he helped them get there. That's another backup um, ball handler for, for Westbrook. And then, not to mention, you add LeBron's favorite point guard. And, and AD favorite point guard Rajon Rondo, you get rid of Marcus Gasol quite Rondo. recently. Lord G. Right. They probably would have never get... got Rondo though if he was there. If he no, was still there, got, they no, probably no, no, would have got. They, no, they definitely they would have never got, got Rondo if he was there. 
Or I, I'd have signed it. I would have signed and traded him. Like, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, just peace. We don't need you because you're we, not a we, top. We you're send, not a top you, ten point guard in the league. We, we sending you to the, we sending you to L.A. But the other L.A. here, you can have him. <laughs> like, I can understand if you was Reggie Jackson, who had a big time playoffs. He was playing big in the postseason. But I'm still not giving Reggie Jackson. Nothing. I'm not giving Reggie Jackson 100 mil, but I get what you're saying. I'm giving like, him 84 million over freaking Dennis Schroeder. Like, come yes. on. He didn't do nothing. So that was the perfect time for you to claim your stake. LeBron was hurt. AD was hurt. You should have showed up and showed out. You didn't do shit. But yet you turn it down 84 million for four years. You stupid. You need a recipe to make ice. You're dumb. Something's wrong with you. I don't understand. Now, now look at you. Look at you. You all the way in freaking Boston, where it's never hot. It's never hot. You better get used to the hot. Irish patties. You're stupid. That was dumb. You're dumb so, as hell. I don't. I don't understand the the gravity of turning down money. I can understand if you had another offer on the table for 100 mil for you to turn down 84. I'd have been like, yo, let me just play the field a little bit. I I, 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 I fucks with it. I fucks with the 84 mil, but let me see if I can get more. They would respect that. You flat out said, nah, I'm good. To go to Boston for a year for four mil, you stupid something. So, real quick, real quick. We've talked about the the Lakers roster. Now we're gonna get into the Brooklyn Nets roster real quick because we gotta wrap it up. They added Paul Millsap and the returning Lamarcus Aldridge. They lost Landry Shamit. They lost DeAndre Jordan. Um, they may lose um, that. What is his name? That point guard that they got from overseas that was pretty good. Um, well, they lost. They lost yeah. Spencer too. Yeah, they lost Spencer. Uh, they gained Patty Mills. Patty Mills was was, was that woo. was the biggest signing. That was the that was biggest, biggest signing, especially after what he him. did in, in the Olympics. That was the biggest yeah, signing, and and then that was Patty the real we need because yeah, because Patty Mills man, ain't going to miss shots that Joe Harris was missing. I'm sorry, yeah, he he absolutely. he's ready for that moment, absolutely. Um. So, so with the Nets roster, and then you also got to take into account KD re-up for four years. Kyrie and James have not. Now, is that going to be a factor yeah, going into – is that going to be a factor if it goes deeper into the season with the, these two not reing up? Um, As far as I know, they're still working on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, but there's fully plans for them to re-sign before the training camp. I'm not necessarily worried about it. As long as they got KD, they're good. You can get one out of the two, and preferably, I'm hoping it's James Harden. <laughs> Honestly, don't get me wrong; I'm a big Kyrie fan. I, I love, love, love. Don't get me wrong. Wait, 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 wait. The praises you were throwing Kyrie's way last year. You would have thrown Kyrie Irving with Allen Iverson. Or and and oh my gosh! I, <laughs> so I'm not understanding oh, where, where, where what's what's wrong. With you know that, where right? you know it is about to go, but I'm not gonna let no, the fact I don't. get in the way of a, I'm not gonna let the fact get in the way of a good story this time. Never do. Let, no, but in this let, in this situation in this situation is we're gonna go about uh-huh. facts. Who had uh-huh. the better year last year? Who had the better year last year? James. Who can who can carry the team without the other two? 
We've seen Kyrie do it. But who did it to a better – who did it statistically better? Going numbers-wise, yes, James. All right, then. I'm not saying, like, oh, with Kyrie, I'm not fucking with Kyrie or like everything I said was moot. No. Let, let, I'm going on the basis of if I'm the GM and I had to choose between the two, I'm choosing over, over – that doesn't mean a man of Kyrie is just – Yep. And James Harden and Kevin Durant together is 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 is, is a solid. It's it's absolutely. It's LeBron and Anthony Davis worth honestly. They they can they can battle against them too. So if would you really you, look at it? Would you do a deal for Kyrie? Would you sign and trade right now? No, with, not right now. But middle of the well, season, we got him for Kyrie. another year. He, you I know, think he he he's he, in he has an option in, too. He has an Again. option next year. He can pick up an option next year. So he, so he's in his contract year. Just because he has an option doesn't mean he's gonna gonna take it. That's what I'm saying. Would you make a deal by the deadline for Kyrie if Kyrie is not signed? No, not yet. I said not by yet. the deadline, not not the summer, not the summer of next year. The deadline because if Kyrie's heart is not in it, you're not gonna why why keep him there and 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 not to flip him for some pieces that can put you over the top. I hear you, mm-hmm. but I I'm I, I'm fully committed that he's not going nowhere. So I, I would probably I would just hold my horses and keep dialogue running. If you want, that's my that's my honest opinion. Got you, got you. So I know we're supposed to talk about fans not keeping the same energy, but I think what I'm going to save that for where we have all four of us on next week. But mm-hmm. shout out to the Jabatids Network. Shout out to Sazone Talks, Sazone Sessions, um, Two and a Half Bros, Talk of Champions, uh, the Mr. Black Show, of course, the Jabba Tears Podcast. Um, Coffee Talk. Coffee Talk. Um, Coffee Talk with Friends, uh, the JTP Lounge, the Your Sports Show, of course, Brooklyn BS, Tavius Tea Time. Um, we got a lot coming to you this year for the rest of the year and, and moving forward. Um, have an idea for a special episode coming up. And um, you guys may or may not hear something new coming out to speakers next week. I haven't decided yet. We're going to see. We're going to see. Well, not next week. Coming soon, though. Well, episode 75. I hear you. It's coming, but not coming soon. Yeah. Not that soon. It could come that soon. It's only the intro part. There's, like. there's other stuff that... There's other stuff that we got coming soon that's going to be coming out to speakers, but we may or may not have something new for you guys next next week. But BK Matt, it's been real as usual for the Queen Queen Tay, for the Voice of Generation Pete Rosado, for don't have the name. Not Mr. Bayang is no longer with us, but he's still Peter. I'm mad. Yeah. Ain't nobody checking for you, Otis. Ain't nobody checking for you, Otis. It is your boy, Big Baby. Oh, also, before I end <laughs> off, shout out to the Job Tips Podcast for having me on. Uh, we talked about a lot of stuff. Shout out to um, uh, Boogie Finesse, who was on. Real dope, 
real dope cat. We were talking about the Power Rangers. I'm about, talking about the state. I know. I'm about to go watch that when we done fixing it. Yeah, fixing up my yeah, room. I got in the room now, so definitely, definitely um, watch it and listen to it. Um, but stay tuned to the Your Sports Show Instagram. We're back. We're gonna back be back being um, active. The Your Sports Show group page is gonna back being act be back active. Twitter is gonna be back active. Um, we're doing fantasy football. That's active right now. Again, pick five is live. We are going to be doing fantasy basketball again without the shenanigans this year. And let's just, let's just get it. So again, <laughs> it's your boy, big baby signing off. Peace. <laughs>